0: You're watching KCMI TV. Well, I'd like to share something with you uh today that uh, felt like God really began to put in my spirit, and I want to talk to you about uh, being conduit or being a receptacle. And you said, Pastor, I don't know what that means. So um I I want to go ahead and read a verse out of John chapter seven and verse thirty-eight. It says He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And uh, I've just been reflecting on this because I think that I can look back in the early years of my life and I probably would have been more of a, a receptacle than I was conduit. And the difference is people that are that I would say are spiritual conduit are connected. And people that are receptacles are just an isolated, uh, container. They're not connected to anything. And, um, when you get around people that are connected to the Holy Ghost, there is a flow. There, you know, you, we hear the word cistern in, in the Bible, and it's simply uh, it's different from a well. A well is where there's water that's continually being replenished, and so there's no stagnation. And yet a cistern has really nothing flowing through it, and so it becomes stagnated, it becomes old. Uh, there are so many believers who there's not, they're not connected. You know, they're prayer life, they're studying the word, and they don't study the word of the Lord. And so what happens is they live in defeat. And here's what happens to people who are recept- receptacles. And they're, you know, uh, I'll give you uh, an example. Uh, electricity in a house, the wiring that goes through that house, that is conduit. There's something, you just hit a switch, and something begins to course all through the wiring in that house. And what does it produce? It produces light. Now, you can take something else called a flashlight. It's not conduit. It can produce light for a little while, but because it's not really connected to a power source it's being regenerated, it's going to die. There are a lot of people who had a one-time infusion of the Spirit of God in them, and because they did not stay connected, the light's gone out in them. And so people that um, are not conduit in the Lord, that the Spirit of God doesn't constantly flow through them, what happens is they are dependent on somebody else for survival. They, they can't self-generate in them the Spirit of the Lord. And God intends for you and I not to be somebody that just soaks it in and that's it. But there has to be a release, uh, a release of the Spirit of the Lord. When you go to, uh, maybe we just, I think it's in John chapter 4, just back a couple of, uh, of verses. Jesus is at the, at the well and um the woman is talking to him and and uh, first of all uh, jesus had a right to drink from that well because he's weary but see people that are conduit realize that not everything that god gives me is for me it's you are a conduit that God will release something in you because it needs to be released to somebody else. And even if you need that, there are seasons where God says, no, don't hold on to it. See, unbelief will make you hold on to everything that comes into your life because unbelief says, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to have access to this again in the future. And so you latch on to it. Faith makes you believe. It doesn't matter how impossible it is. If God's saying, release it, I'm going to release it. Then what happens? You become a conduit. And when you're conduit, you are connected to something. That's releasing life. And so this woman at the well, you know, she's, she's questioning Jesus. And uh, Jesus said, whoever drinketh this water shall thirst again. Talking about that well, Jacob's well. But whoever drinketh the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Most Christians who walk in defeat, it's because there's not a freshness that flows out of them. So, well, how does that happen then? You got to drink of Jesus. Even and he he said it even more emphatically. He said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, excuse me. And so the, the spirit of unbelief will disconnect you from God. I was thinking of the verse, uh, you know, the Lord <clears throat> says in, in, in John chapter 7, verse 38, he said that out of your belly shall flow not a river, but rivers of living water. And when, when you go back to the book of Genesis and when God is, he has created Eden, all right? this garden place with the presence of the Lord, where there's fellowship. What was indicative? What was descriptive of Eden? The Bible said there wasn't just one river flowing out of Eden. There were four. There were four rivers and they were flowing to the different parts of the earth. Why? Because God intended for that place that Adam was in, that he could enjoy it but he intended for there to be a release that it not just be contained in there. I, I want to go back uh, to another verse here. And in, in, this is in Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. Um, and Jesus is, is saying here, he says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. And so the first thing that God is saying here is that if you want people to give to you, he said you got to give. Their unbelief is a closed hand. This is why when we raise our hands to the Lord, we don't have our fists clenched. We don't have our hands closed. But we will climb this mountain with our hands open wide. When we raise our hands to the Lord, hallelujah, our hands are open because it's, we are becoming, we're telling God, I want to be connected to you. May the Holy Spirit flow through me. Sometimes people don't understand why nobody wants to hang around them. It's because they drain you. It's because there's nothing, they're not connected. They're just a receptacle. So they're always looking for somebody, pour into me, pour into me. Successful, overcoming, powerful Christians stay connected to God. And so even when you get up in those mornings and and you feel the spirit of melancholy come against you or oppression or whatever, you can shake it off. Because of the power of the Lord. And so God begins to speak here. And and this is such a great verse. And he says, if you will give. He said, giving activates giving. See, there are laws in heaven. And when you fulfill a law in heaven, then heaven is required to release a reward of obedience. And when you give then you are fulfilling a commandment in heaven. And when the commandment is filled in your life, then the laws of heaven require that God release a reciprocation or a reward for the obedience. So here he says, he says, the first thing that happens is you got to give. He says, and when you give, this is what happens. He said, then men, or he said, it shall be given unto you, Good measure. First thing he's going to say is, I'm going to get a really good measure of blessing and I'm going to give it to you. He said, I'm going to put it in you. And then he said, I'm going to reach down there. I'm going to take my hand and I'm going to press it down, compact it. And he said, that's going to make room for more. And then he said, after I press it down, he said, I'm going to shake it together. I'm going to get all the air out all of the little cavities out until he says, I look at it and I realize, oh, I can put more in there. He said, and then I'm going to put so much in there that it's going to run over. And he said, shall men give into your bosom? All right. There are, there are two avenues for you to be filled. There is, a, there is a spirit realm where you're connected to God and you don't allow the enemy to break that connection. So you are constantly full. It, it requires faith to release things that God puts in your life And you think, that's great, but you realize God didn't give this to me for me. It is, I'm just the conduit or the carrier because there's somebody else that needs it. See, that's what makes Christians happy is given, it shall be given. And so there is a spirit realm where you and I stay connected to God and God gives to us. But there's also a natural realm that, if you will give to people, if you will give to men, people that are in need, he said, then men will give back to you. So there's a stream where God releases into your life. And see, I've seen this over the years and oh my, I, I, I was there until I really got a hold of faith. There was a place where I had a good prayer life and God released into me and i could preach under the anointing and and minister to people but i struggled in the natural realm we struggled we we drove old cars and we lived in an apartment and and you know we didn't have enough money to go on a good vacation until i realized that i can't just give to god i got to give to people you know whether it's you're behind somebody in a grocery store and you realize they don't have enough money to pay for their groceries. You pull out your wallet and say, I'll get that. Or you drive up to the gas pump and somebody's standing there and they're bewildered because something's happened. They have lost their wallet or it costs more. And you walk over and say, can I pay for your gas? What are you doing? You're giving to men. And God says now, because you've become a conduit of giving with men, He said, I'm going to cause men to give into your bosom. People who are the most happy are people who are not receptacles. They're not always looking for, for somebody to give them something, but they're people that have vision and then they get up in the morning and it's not so much. They're not always saying, God bless me, bless me, because they live in blessing. They're connected to blessing. And uh, they allow, you know, in in the natural, you go to the kitchen, you can hold up a cup that's got water in it. But all it is, it's just a a, a receptacle that has no no inlet into it. Then you can reach over and turn on the faucet. You got conduit. Why? Because it's connected to a source. You can make a decision in your life. Either I'm going to be a receptacle that struggles in life, struggles with God, struggles in relationships, struggles with people, live broke, unhappy, or else I'm going to learn to give. I'm going to connect myself to Christ. And I'm going to allow God to use me speaking of all of us as the body of Christ, we're gonna allow God to use us that we no longer are constantly thinking about us first, but we're thinking about God flow through me today, release graces to me, release abilities to me that flow through me that I can release to other people. So listen, what I'm teaching you today will change your life. This is something that you gotta practice And if you can get a hold of this and you can walk this out, oh, my goodness, it will literally turn your world upside down. God will start doing things. And listen, people will start doing things for you. You will be blessed. Well, I love you. And uh, I'll see you soon. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.